0: greetings welcome in betters last stand here episode number 65 back in the studio here the pine room studio after doing a radio version of the show last week because of uh, other demands we were over at belmont brew Works last week for a regular podcast so we're kind of backed up and our schedule um was uh just uh backlogged i guess so to speak so we weren't able to get into the studio to do betters last stand last week but hopefully you uh Listen to it on the, uh, the audio that Jub uh, put up on the Pine Room Studios uh, YouTube page and uh, Spotify and all the other podcasting platforms where we had uh, the taped show from the radio on the Watchdog, and we did our final hour uh, betters last stand style. So hopefully you're able to check that out and uh, get a few of the winners that we had. Uh, just recapping a few things from the past few weeks um, as I'm flying solo here. Christmas decorations, places looking good. Uh, coach out, getting ready for a family Christmas party. Chris on the move, like always. Women's basketball or girls basketball, Wheeling Park. Uh, so I'm flying solo today, but that's okay. We got a pretty much a abbreviated show, so to speak. We don't, we're not going to go through every bowl game like we did on the radio, but we're going to go through some of the ones that are this weekend. And we got Sam in the back half of the program too, just to talk about some. Uh, Sports stuff, some off-season racing things, and his observations about the uh, Pirates and uh, the uh, Shohei Otani situation and various other sports-related things. Uh, we were up uh, about just under two units last week, about plus 170 over the last two weeks. We were plus uh, 880 overall, so small profits for the last couple of weeks for us. Nothing nothing great, but nothing uh, terrible. We're, we're in the positive, so that's always a good thing. Um, <coughs> we were up uh, 10 units um going back three weeks, we're up over about 10 units total. So um, not not bad. Up 45 in November, if we if you didn't hear that yet. Uh, we were up 45 units in November, which is a really strong month. We were 17-10-1 in our college football futures, um, plus $6 on that. So it's pretty good. Strong, strong performance there. Not as good as I'd hoped for. Not quite as good as last year, but uh, strong nonetheless. Two and four so far in the NFL futures, though. So we're not off to a great start there. Uh, somehow I'm fortunate enough to be 2-0 Chris and Coach um, struggling getting going a little bit, but I'm sure they'll pick it up a little bit. Coach one and three last week in his uh, football picks. Pro football, we didn't have any college games last week. He was zero and one of his best bets. Chris had no plays last week. I was seven and five last week, plus three dollars on the uh, on the units. I was up three units overall. Best bet though was not good. Ravens and Rams. I'll be the first to tell you. I knew early on in that game I was in big trouble there. Uh, so. That was definitely not one of my better picks. Overall, best bets on the season, 14-9 for myself, Coach 6-15, Chris 11-6-1. College football, bowl week starting out this weekend, so we got a giant card. We got three programs on Saturday as well, so lots to talk about um, from a bowl game perspective. Uh, A few things in the industry news. Uh, Sport Radar and Tennis Data Innovations announced a new agreement with the ATP for Global Data and Streaming Rights for betting. Tennis, uh, second most popular sport uh in, as far as betting goes in the entire world uh behind only soccer and uh they're, the audience estimated to be about 1.6 billion people are watching and wagering on tennis. 90,000 matches are going to be offered per year with this new partnership and bettors wagered over 182 million dollars or 182 billion dollars B with a B uh last year on tennis alone, which is pretty impre- impressive. Uh, Hard Rock, Florida. Opened up uh, the Seminole Casino down in Florida. The app went live last week. We talked about a little bit on the radio. That's going to be a huge, 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 huge market. Florida will be uh, already taking gigantic bets in in the uh, brick-and-mortar places down there. And and now you add the apps on. So the uh, the market share for Florida is going to pretty much crush everybody. But uh, maybe New York and then eventually California. Those are going to be the big ones. Texas, of course, uh, waiting on that one as well. Um, just a few other notes, uh, NFL-wise, NFL teams down 14 points with under three minutes left in the game were a ridiculous 0-767 prior to Monday Night Football's Titans come from behind win over the Dolphins, a 28-27 victory for the Titans. What was the Dolphins and under turns into the Titans and over in less than three minutes, about two two minutes, 48 seconds or so. Uh, you went from having a really good night to a really bad one, or you went from having a really bad night to a really good one, depending on your perspective. Chargers' win total has been under the past five seasons. They locked that up with another disappointing defeat this past week. Justin Herbert now out for the season, so they are in serious, serious, serious trouble. Monday Night Football, 13-5 and run to the under, but uh, over the last three weeks, we've had three overs, so maybe that's starting to uh, adjust a little bit. A couple of bad beats to go over. Army, Navy, if you had the The game under 27.5. If you bet it late, you you really got a bad one there as uh, Army takes the safety late to uh, avoid any chance of a defensive touchdown that could have given Navy a chance. It was the right play. That game finishes 17-11, so if you had it around the 28, you were pretty good. I I was fortunate to bet it over 27.5, bet it right up against kickoff. So I bet over 27 and a half. I had no business going over, but I'll take take it. Yeah, you know, It's nice to have that once in a while work in your favor. So tough one there, depending on what you got the number at. Um, the Titans, as I said, stunned the Dolphins with the less than three-minute comeback. They go for two, which is now going to be the thing to do when you're down 14. You score, you go for two, it gives you two chances, and they think that the percentages of you missing two two-pointers in the NFL uh, are, are working your favor, so most likely you're going to convert one of those. So... Uh, Titans do it, and they end up winning the game by one. And uh, how about the Survivor contestants? If you had Survivor going on Monday Night Football, when you had the Dolphins or you had the Packers, you, you just have to be sick. I don't know what's more sick. I guess the Dolphins game. You can't blow a 14-point lead. Packers really, you know, teeter-totter game with the Giants. I like the Giants. I actually was a pick that I gave out uh, one on winner. Uh, Giants money line was a good one, um, but yeah, uh, if you had the Packers, you were disappointed. But if you had the if you had the Dolphins, you're just sick. You're you're miserable. I mean, you had guys crashing out of a nine million dollar survivor pool at Circa Sports, and uh, if you lost because of those two teams, I mean, that's just I don't know how you have slept since. Uh, just just horrible. Uh, really really ugly stuff if you uh, if you had those two teams. So condolences if you did. Um, just really really awful way to go out. Uh, All right. Let's not waste any more time. We got through the uh, recaps of what's been going on as far as uh, pine room wise. Be sure and check us out real quick. Uh, Check us out on the watchdog each week, Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. Uh, we got our holiday show coming up next Friday, the 22nd. So tune into that. We're going to be on from 12 to five. Starting off the watchdog Christmas party right here in the watchdog studio. So it's going to be a really fun time. Uh, Plenty of action. Check out our social media, at the pine room studios bls underscore prp for all the information up-to-date things of our guests on the radio and all kinds of other stuff we have going on tons of content coming out now at the pine room studios on youtube and again across all the podcasting platforms spotify amazon so forth um we just got a, we got a lot of stuff we've been uh, putting out a lot of the archives of our radio shows and things like that so good guests uh good good action and uh Really exciting stuff to check out. If you have the time over the holidays, uh, give it a look. Anyway, back to the business now. We're getting into the bowl games here. We're going to talk about the bowl games for this week until next week's show. So we start out. We have six of them on Saturday, December 16th. That'll be tomorrow when you're listening to this show or watching it. Um, Okay, so we started off with the Myrtle Beach Bowl. This is the Georgia Southern Eagles taking on the Ohio Bobcats. Now, The line right now, Ohio minus one and a half, but you're going to probably see Georgia Southern possibly going off as the favorite in this game Uh, most likely. I think you even have seen that at a few spots already. Ohio has several, several opt-outs. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at it right now, Georgia Southern actually, because this sheet that I had is a couple days old. I made some notes on it, so I wanted to keep using it. Georgia Southern now up to three and a half. That's an 11 a.m. kickoff on ESPN Myrtle Beach Bowl. Down at Brook Stadium in Conway, up to three and a half now. Um, Ohio opened the favorite. They've had five opt outs, as I said, and some of these are very important, including their quarterback. So that that's pretty. It's a pretty big, uh, you know, adjustment when you're bringing in a, a quarterback. I had Ohio a very significant favorite in this game prior to those defections, almost minus two touchdowns in this game. So I would have been on Ohio. Um, probably going to lean towards the under in this game. I don't have a great play on this. Um, I I just I don't know enough about what Ohio has on their back on their backup, uh, you know, at the backup quarterback spot. Georgia Southern just doesn't intrigue me a whole lot. They they just don't look very good to me on paper. So I'm going to lean towards the under in this in this game. I think that uh, I think that the points are going to be hard to come by here. I I just don't see Ohio lighting up the scoreboard in I think Ohio's defense is still very, very good. And they did not have nearly the amount of as they have on offense. So I'll be sticking with Ohio in or the game under the total uh, in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. A couple of things to point out here. I'm going to give you some of these service plays. I'm not going to tell you the service, but I'll tell you what I saw as far as giving them out. Uh, I saw one service is on Georgia Southern, three of them on Ohio, two on the under, and one on the over, if that interests you at all. Um, I usually try to stay away from those service plays. So if it's something I really, really like and then what service plays on it, I'll, I'll reassess. Moving on, the RL Carriers, New Orleans Bowls is at Caesar Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. It'll be the Jacksonville State Game Cox taking on the Louisiana Region Cajuns. Uh, right now, the line on this game is Jacksonville minus three. This game, again, another one of these flippers. Louisiana started out as the favorite here. The total 59 and a half. Right now, it opened at 57 and a half. I had Jacksonville State. Uh, a a six-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. This is a game I gave out on the radio. Rich Rodriguez, I think he's going to have them very motivated to play in this game. Um, Louisiana's quarterback is out. Their top tackler is out. Um, So I'm going to be going with uh, Jacksonville State in this game. I think they'll be very, very fired up to win this bowl game for Rich Rod as he tries to make his uh, return to... High level D1 football. I'm sure he'll be seeking a job. Uh, four of the services I saw on Louisiana here, just one on Jacksonville State, which makes me feel very good. Two unders and one over from what I saw in the early newsletter releases. Moving on, it's the Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. This is a good one. Uh, this will be Miami of Ohio and Appalachian State doing battle. And in Orlando, Florida, right now you have App State minus 6.5, the total 44.5. Line stayed around where it was, the opener. Totals come down about four points, opened around 48.5. I actually have Miami favored in this game. Um, I went through and did my own lines. I have Miami minus 5.5 in this game, so I certainly would be taking them plus 5.5 or plus 6.5 even in some spots. Coach also on Miami as well as he gave that out as one of his plays on the radio show last week. Uh, this is a 330 kick on ABC. Um, I got five newsletters on Miami, Ohio, which scares me a little bit. Two on App State, two on the under, and two on the over. Miami's quarterback is out of the game, uh, but I'm not that worried about it. They had to play with a backup a couple of times this year. I think they're well coached, and I think their defense will be ready to go, and I think they'll be very motivated for this game. Uh, App has their running back and top wide receiver out of action. So maybe an under here. Um, some Still some uncertainty. You just got a lot of things to evaluate with these bowl games. But I'm going to be on Miami. and going to stick with them uh, despite the quarterback. I, I didn't think the quarterback is going to make that big of an impact for them. Um, they're not a team that's going to be throwing the ball a ton, so they'll run the ball, control the ball, play good defense, well coached. Uh, So I'll be going with the Red Hawks, coach on them as well. Moving along, it's the New Mexico Bowl from University Stadium in Albuquerque. Albuquerque. It'll be New Mexico State, the Aggies taking on the Fresno State Bulldogs. This line currently sitting at New Mexico State, minus 3.5, total 51.5 here, opened around 2.5 for New Mexico State. Um, total staying right around where it is 52 and a half is the openers 51 and a half right now. So not a whole lot of movement there. Um, I lean New Mexico state here. I have them as a five and a half point favorite in the game. Um, right now, I think a big concern in this game for Fresno, their quarterback is opted out and their coach, Jeff Tedford had to take a medical leave. So that's quite a, uh, you know, a, a problem for them. They, they really limped to the finish line after a really good start New Mexico state, has uh, an, an opt out for their wide receiver. Their quarterback is 50 50 whether he'll play because of injury. But again, this isn't a team. I think they have uh, a decent backup, and I don't think that's going to affect them a lot. Uh, Newsletter wise, New Mexico State was selected by five, Fresno by one, two on the over, and one on the under in the New Mexico Bowl. Moving along to the Starco Brands LA Bowl from SoFi Stadium in Englewood. It'll be UCLA. The Bruins taking on the Boise State Broncos. Right now, UCLA minus four. The total, 49.5. Total stayed right around it. uh, Spread moved to touch. Opened UCLA, 2.5. I actually have Boise State the favorite in this game. uh, By my numbers, Boise State minus 2.5. So, I will be taking the points with Boise State. I think uh, UCLA will not be motivated for this game. It's right in their backyard. I just don't see any excitement level um, from them. They have their quarterback opting out. Their top. Uh, defensive backs are out, defensive linemen out, their defensive coordinator took another job so uh, you got a lot of things in in UCLA that are not looking very good. Boise's quarterback did opt out but I don't think that's a concern. This team has been resilient all season. They've turned their season around when they fired their coach and their interim coach was just promoted to the full-time job. I think they're going to play very very hard for him. They played outstanding in their Conference championship game. They were really motivated. I think they'll be very motivated here to knock off a Power 5 program in UCLA. So I'll be going with Boise State to probably take some some money line action with the Broncos as well. Uh, newsletter-wise, we got three on Boise, two on UCLA, three unders, and one over in that ball game. Moving along to the Radiance Tech Independence Bowl. This is the Independence Stadium in Shreveport, Louisiana. It'll be the Cal Golden Bears taking on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, Red Raiders currently minus 3, total 57.5, total down from the opener of 58.5, the spread up, uh, actually down a touch too, down from the uh, opener of 3.5, so just about a half point move there. I have Texas Tech, a small favorite in this game, minus 2 on paper. My gut says Cal here though, Uh, Cal's linebacker, top linebacker and top corner are out, but Texas Tech has their quarterback and top two wide receivers as well as their leading tackler all opting out of this game. Eileen Cal here, not a strong play. I like points. I think even with Texas Tech's quarterback not playing, Tech, Cal's defense is horrible. Texas Tech's defense is not very much better than that. So I think there will be some points in this game. I like over the 58.5. Um, we'll, we'll see. I think it, barring any types of weather issues in Shreveport, which can sometimes be uh, you know, touch and go. So keep an eye on that. But I, I like the over in this game and lean towards Cal. Um, newsletter wise, three on Cal, one on Texas Tech, one on the over, and three publications on the under. From what I've seen thus far, that is Saturday's action uh, in the Bulls. Coach, uh, going back in my notes here, coach likes the UCLA Boise State game over the total. So coach's two plays of Ohio, and the UCLA-Boise State game. That is this, uh, the uh, L.A. Bowl over the total right there. Then we skip Sunday, which is obviously pro football day. We go to Monday. We have a nice bowl here, the famous Toastery Bowl at Richardson Stadium. Charlotte, North Carolina be the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers taking on the Old Dominion Monarchs. Western Kentucky right now catching two and a half old dominion now minus two and a half point favorite in this game this game is flipped it was western minus one to open now it's old dominion minus the two and a half the total 55 and a half down from the opener of 57 and a half western kentucky has three starting offensive linemen out their top corner and their top linebacker are also opting out old dominion's top wide receiver and starting safety who's really really good are both out of this game as well Uh, Coach really likes Old Dominion here. Despite those uh, defections, he thinks Old Dominion will be incredibly motivated for this game and have a really good shot of winning it. I don't really have a play here. Um, I want to say I would lean towards the under in this game, but I don't really have a strong feeling because with Old Dominion's top defensive player, their safety being out, this could turn into some points. So I probably will pass on this game, maybe go slightly towards Old Dominion, seeing they might be the most motivated team. These teams used to be in the same conference. So they will definitely know each other as far as the publications go. Four on Western Kentucky, one on Old Dominion, uh, two on the over, and two on the under. So pretty split there uh, in the famous Toastery Bowl. This is a new bowl. I believe that was the Bahamas Bowl way back. So uh, All right, so we move along to the third uh, Tuesday game. San Antonio, UTSA, Johnson's Roadrunners taking on Marshall, the thundering herd of Marshall, in the Frisco Bowl at Toyota Stadium in Frisco. Beautiful place. UTSA up to minus 13-point favorite here. Marshall uh, obviously catching the 13. The total in the game, 56-and-a-half. I really like the under in this game. One of my stronger plays. I think uh, this this Marshall is, is uh, without their quarterback. A couple of their O-linemen are out. Uh, UTSA's top edge rusher is out of the game, which is one impact player for them. Um, I think that San Antonio takes care of this game. That line continues to drift up. I don't want to lay 14, so I will be going with the under. I just don't see Marshall being able to score many many points here. I think that uh, Marshall team total will be a play under. So I'm going under the total of uh, 52.5 right now. It's down from the opener, 56.5. I bet it when it was 55.5. So I hope uh, if it keeps going down, uh, it might be tough to play. But I really don't think this game gets above 50 because I just don't – I just don't think Marshall's going to be able to score. I just don't see any way they're scoring a lot of points here. So I'll be going with the under in the Frisco Bowl. Uh, Coach on UTSA, he thinks a big performance out of the Roadrunners to end it. So I would get that number as quickly as you can because it may go up uh, significantly. Uh, And then one game on Thursday, which I didn't have a ton of notes on, but it is the... Uh, Boca Raton Bowl, the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl at FAU Stadium in Boca Raton, Florida, another beautiful stadium. Uh, the Frisco stadium is awesome, and the Boca Raton Stadium is very nice. Been to both of those very nice facilities. Syracuse taking on South Florida. Syracuse right now, actually, Syracuse opened a 5.5 point favorite. They're down to a 3 point favorite. The total, 57.5. Um, I think that this, Coach Baber's gone for Syracuse. Uh, South Florida, is really this is a big game for their program they, they've really been bad lately and this is the best team they've had in a while so I'm going to go with the Bulls here I'm going to take the points with the Bulls I think they are going to be very motivated even though this is kind of close to home for them I had Syracuse a one-point favorite in this game they're laying the three so I'll take the three with South Florida and I like the game over the 57 and a half I think uh, there could be some points in this game Uh, South Florida, very, very, very subpar defense. But their offense is pretty good. So I expect them to surrender some points and score a bunch as well. So that will conclude the bowl run until next week's version of betters last stand. So again, just recapping uh, South Florida and over for me in the roofclaim.com book a Raton ball. I'm on the Marshall game under the total. Coach on UT San Antonio in the Frisco Bowl. Coach on Old Dominion in the famous Toastery Bowl on Monday, and then Saturday's bowl games. I'm on the Georgia Southern Ohio game. That is the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Under the total, the Jacksonville uh, State Gamecocks, I am on them against uh, Louisiana in the New Orleans Bowl. Coach and I are both on Miami of Ohio catching points against App State in the uh, Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. Um, The New Mexico state and fresno state game i didn't really have a strong play here i lean new mexico state uh and under in that game and then the ucla and boise state la bowl i am on boise coach on the over in that game and then finally on saturday rounding out cal golden bears and texas tech in the independence bowl i'm on the over in that game with a slight lean towards cal but i think they'll be some points scored in that one. Uh, keep an eye out for these defections, these bowl game defections. There's a lot of them happening. Drake May just said he's not playing against the Mountaineers. I already like the Mountaineers, but if you like the Mountaineers now, I would consider betting that number because that's probably going to continue to drift downward. Um, and Mountaineers are going to end up being a probably a significant favorite in that game. Um, now with that news happening, Uh Right now, I believe. Let's see what the Mountaineers are at the current moment. Uh, da, da, da. Mountie's up to five and a half now. So yeah, so that number I said drift down, I meant drift up. At um, three, they were like three, two and a half, three. Now it's up the five and a half. It probably keep going. Drake May, um, obviously, I don't think North Carolina was very good with him. I definitely know they're not very good without him. So I'm gonna be on the Mountaineers in that game heavy. Um, so we shall take a look and uh, see what happens. Uh, we're gonna take a break here. Better's the last stand. This is show number 65 back in the Pine Room studio here as we get ready for Christmas action, bowl games, the most wonderful time of the year, so they say. We got Champions League soccer going on right now and uh, just lots of excitement. And uh, be sure and as you're getting ready for your holiday parties and you're going to be out and celebrating, drinking, uh, wherever, if you're at somebody's house, if you're at a bar, wherever you may be, uh, call our friends at IC Cab to get you to where you need to go in a safe uh, in courteous manner. They were very fairly priced. Uh, you get a great value, great service, just a wonderful thing to have around the area. And they'll take you pretty much anywhere you can imagine here around the Ohio Valley in extended areas, going as far as Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Columbus, uh, all over the surrounding region. Uh, IC Cab is your place for all your transportation needs. Give them a call, 304-232-1313, or download the IC Cab App today, IC Cab always working, and they're a proud sponsor of the Pine Room radio show on The Watchdog, as well as Better's Last Stand and the Pine Room podcast. So thanks again to Phil and everybody over at IC Cab for everything they've done for us. All right, we're going to be back after the break to talk NFL. It's week 15, hard to imagine. We'll be right back, Better's Last Stand in the studio during Christmas. Better's Last Stand is for entertainment purposes only, but who better to listen to than the guys here at the Pioneer? For more picks you might have missed, follow Better's Last Stand and all of Matt's picks on X, formerly Twitter, at BLS underscore PRP. Because just like General Custer, we're in Better's Last Stand. All right, rolling back along here with you, Better's Last Stand, show number 65. Coming to you from the Pine Room Studios down here, uh, all decorated out for Christmas as we get ready for uh exciting time. Christmas parties happening, as I said, bowl games. We've got three pro games on Saturday. Champions League soccer going on right now. It's the final uh, group stage game. This is uh, match day number six, and a lot of tight matches here. I'll talk a little bit more about Champions League when we get onto the knockout stage, give you... Some uh, potential, maybe, dark horse plays that could come through and uh, maybe uh, surprise a little bit, try to turn some profit there. Golf season's getting ready to start heating up, too, as uh, some of the more, uh, you know, better known tournaments here on the wraparound will be starting up. But right after the holidays, John Rom defects for Live Golf, among a few other guys, as we knew it was inevitable. You just got to take the money. Eventually, they're going to merge anyway. Uh, so I don't blame John Ron for doing that one bit. He uh, he originally said no chance. Now uh, I think his wife probably pressured him into saying, "You know what? You're taking this money. You can't turn it away." So uh, best of luck to him and all the people as uh, Porto just scores there to make it four two against Shakhtar. It looks like Pepe still out at the old bo- the old bag. Uh, all right. Let's uh, hit a few things before we jump into uh, NFL Week number fifteen. I'm sure that's what everybody's concerned with. The Penguins power play finally scored last night. If you're a Penguin fan, you realize how bad they've been They're about over their last thirty, uh, but they finally get a goal on the power play. A couple power play goals last night in a, in a win over the Coyotes. They got the uh, the uh, Canadians tonight on the road in Montreal. So it should be a good game up there. Always is in French Canada. Seems like it, Penguins always play exciting games up there. So, uh, Penguins playing, uh, I don't even want to say they're playing better, but they're just so skittish. You just don't know. Uh, they're trying some new things out on the power play, so hopefully it works out. goaltending has been pretty solid lately, and uh, if they can get Eric Carlson cranking a little bit and Malkin uh, maybe a little bit, they can maybe sneak into the playoffs, but it's going to be a tough season. Uh, I'd recap in a few things um, as far as uh, hockey first period numbers go. Uh, Minnesota Wild, 19-6. and Goal in the first ten to the yes. 21 and 8 for Tampa Bay. And then Vancouver, 20 and 8. So those teams pretty lopsided as far as goal in the first 10 minutes there. I recommend parlaying those things. Um you can find a couple teams on a certain night that have good stats for the first periods. If you can find two teams mashing against each other, they're pretty good. They've got to be a play. And then the juice is getting outrageous with these. So you're looking at 175, 180 sometimes on these. So you might want to put them together. I don't recommend parlaying very often, but for these, uh, I think it's worth it. You can get a decent return on investment. And you only got to put one goal by, uh, you know, in each game that you, you parlay. So, wouldn't recommend parlaying more than two. But uh, give it a whirl if, you, if you're if you interested. It's it's uh It's been pretty good. It's been pretty fun to watch. Uh, but they are juiced uh, to the moon right now. Last 10. Look at these numbers. Goal in the first 10 minutes of the game. In the last 10 games, St. Louis, the Blues, 9-1 to the yes there. So, the Blues just fired Craig Berube, their coach, who actually led them to the Stanley Cup a few years ago, Uh, but... It's getting kind of stale. Kind of reminds me of Mike Sullivan. You know, shelf life for these guys doesn't last very long. It's about what have you done for me lately. So, anyway, the Blues have either scored or surrendered a goal in the first 10 minutes, nine of their last 10 games. And then you got two other teams. Chicago was in action last night. It was the Connor versus Connor game, Bedard versus McDavid. Uh, Chicago and Seattle both 8-2 goal, yes, in the first 10 minutes uh, in their last 10 games. So, good stuff there. The Winnipeg Jets the best to the no on the goal in the first 10. They are 17-9 on the season to no goal in the first 10. So, Jets like to lock it down early. Had a bad loss last night to San Jose. So, no good there. Uh, One second period number to talk about before we get into the overs and unders for the total periods. Uh, Second period overs for the Ottawa Senators. They're on a 20 and one run, so take note of that. Uh, second period You can find these numbers At most of the books On your apps Go through there Look through the periods Find a second period And bet that son of a gun Over uh, Over the one and a half 20 and one run For Ottawa So keep an eye on that one First period Overs and unders New Jersey 18 and seven To the over Edmonton 18 and eight To the over Calgary 19 and nine To the over Last ten St. Louis Nine and First First ten minutes A goal And they're nine and one To the over Obviously Those are pretty correlated So if you could find a place That'll let you do it the same game parlay with those, uh, go for it. I think that's a really good way to, to attack it, but most places will not let you do that. Uh, they may make you bet three things in there, so you have to put something else with it, but uh, yeah, there's a few that would let you, so give a hunt. Uh, you, you should have as many apps as possible. You can find different things on different apps, and that's what makes the value uh, to be had. So, Detroit 8 and 2 in their last 10. For a uh, over in the first period, so Detroit and St. Louis operating at a very high clip right now, eighty and ninety percent at the overs in the first periods, over one and a and then our lone under who's hanging in there, the only team really who's been putting together some unders, and it's really not that that lucrative, so I wouldn't even recommend betting this, but it's just a, a play against if you're uh, if you have a team who's one of the teams who is a over team and then they got to play Vegas. Uh, especially when Vegas is on the road, they seem to lock it down pretty well. Vegas 17-12 and 12 to the under in the first period, so maybe want to stay away from them. A couple things in uh, basketball, uh, the Pistons have lost 20 in a row, I think, maybe 21 in a row. They've been absolutely terrible. San Antonio as well. Um, NBA favorites, I think, last night were like 13-0, and 0, uh, overs all hitting, so keep an eye on these. There's some really bad teams out there. Uh, So, overs and uh, favorites seeming to come in at a pretty high level right now. Lakers win the in-season tournament last week. Uh, Oh, well. I don't really have a whole lot to say about that. Uh, I was hoping the Pacers could pull it out, but they could not do it. College basketball, we'll talk plenty more, especially when bowl season's over. Still a little bit early. Starting to get into conference play. Starting to see some of the teams uh, who I'm starting to like. So, uh, if you you missed anything uh, a few weeks back, Um, I gave out some early season teams that I was kind of high on. We'll reassess here in the coming weeks and see if I'm still high on them or if I've gotten off of them and changed them. One Michigan State, a team that a lot of people were high on, not been off to a very good start, but that could lead to a good number for them down the road. All right, so NFL week number 15. It starts out on Thursday, which you won't have seen it anyway. It's the Chargers and the Raiders. Uh, Don't really have a play in this game. Probably the under Herbert out. Both teams with backup quarterbacks. Uh, I don't really like what I'm seeing out of either team right now. So probably an under, but doesn't really matter because that was last night. But let's get into Saturday's contests. We have uh, several games of note. We have three, three games on Saturday, so it, it's pretty uh, – Pretty good way to, to kick it off with six bowl games and three pro games. You got the first game of the day. These are all on NFL Network. The Minnesota Vikings taking on Cincinnati, the Bengals. It'll be the Bengals minus three and a half total thirty nine. Really don't know how the Bengals are giving points in this game. Um, I know Jake Browning's played well and arguably he's played better than Burrow has. Um, but I think the under is the play here. Um, Nick Mullins is going to come in for Minnesota. People have tape on him. Once they pull it out, um, they'll, they'll realize he's not anything special either. I like the under in this game. Vikings defense has been very good. Uh, 39's a little too high. I will be going under in that contest. Steelers and Colts. It'll be the Colts minus 2.5, total 42. This is a 425 kick on NFL Network. This is a weird game. Steelers have lost to two bad teams in a row. Um... This was a game where I really, really, a couple weeks ago, I was like, man, I love the Colts in this game. I'm going to play the Colts. I had it in my mind made up. But now after Steelers have lost two in a row, I just can't back the Colts here. Uh, I'm leaning towards the under here. I know the Colts have had a very good uh, uh, record of overs. I don't have it off the top of my head. But they have played a lot of games that were high scoring. I don't think that's the case here. Now, the one thing that will change that is if – Uh, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith are both out of action here, both of them questionable. If they're out, then uh, I don't know if the under can hold on. But if they are playing, 42 is too high here. Um, The Steelers' pass rush alone will cause Gardner Minshew a lot of problems. Uh, the Colts will be forced to have to run the ball a lot more. And the Steelers are going to have to run it too because they got Mitch Trubisky. And it doesn't matter if they had Kenny Pickett anyway. Steelers are a mess. They're in total turmoil. This is an absolute must win for them. Uh, their season's on the line. Their players are ready to just, you know, have a mutiny, especially the offensive players, those idiots. Um, So I look for the Steelers to give a good effort here, but I really like the under here if, if Highsmith and Watt play. So be going under the 42 in Colts and Steelers. Broncos and Lions, the nightcap, 815. This is Denver at Detroit. Uh, the, the lions minus five the total 47 and a half denver's been playing really well i'm not a denver guy at all i think sean payton's incredibly overrated russell wilson's ready to ship though they played a lot better lately schedule's been uh, favorable for them they have some nice wins so i'm gonna tip my cap to them the lions uh leaking oil right now they're just not as good as everybody thought they were i uh, can't say i'm surprised by this i think they're good but not great i don't think they're tough enough to be able to win in the playoffs Uh, I want to take the Lions here, coming off of a terrible effort last week against the Bears. I think that they just have enough to be able to beat Denver, so I'm going to lay the points of the Lions at home. Lions much better at home, although minus the Thanksgiving Day debacle. Uh, So I'll be going Lions minus the five, but I don't really want it to get any higher than five. I I can see why people would want the Broncos in this game, and I also think that the under could be a a decent look here. Uh, Both teams probably going to try to control the ball. Uh, and, and this is a g- big game for both of them. So I think it'll be played very tight and very close. And uh, but I think the Lions probably be able to win this game by around a touchdown. Jumping into Sunday's card, one o'clock kicks in the East Coast. It'll be Atlanta at Carolina, an NFC South battle. Atlanta minus three total thirty-five. I like the Falcons here. Carolina's just basically shut it down for the season. Falcons up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down all year long. If you can trust Desmond Ritter, oh, God, he's tough to back. But I've had him a few times. Uh, They've come through for me a couple of times, and they've collapsed for me a few other times. So I'll be leaning the Falcons here, but I don't love that play whatsoever. Bears and Browns also 1 o'clock kick. Browns minus 3, total 37.5. Bears have shown some signs of life, but if the Browns' defense is at home, they've played very well. I think Denzel Ward will play in this game, and he'll – completely take DJ Moore out of the game. So I, I think the Browns are a great play here. If you can get, if you find out Denzel Ward's going to play, I'd say the Browns are a great bet here, minus the three. So I'll be waiting for that news to come out, uh, potentially an under two. I don't see the Bears scoring at all. Justin Fields cannot do anything other than throw to his first option. So if DJ Moore's taken away, uh, it's over with for them. They, he cannot progress. He does not go through his progressions at all. He'll either be forced to run or stand there in the pocket and get sacked like he always does. So, it'll be Browns. If Denzel Ward plays, I think they hammer the Bears. Uh, And I will gladly lay the three at home uh, up by the lake. And the Browns uh, are very good at home. Tampa at Green Bay, 1 o'clock kick. Green Bay, minus three. 41.5 the total here. Uh, I'm going to go with the Packers reluctantly. I was against the Packers last week, had the Giants. thought the Giants were uh, just ready to take the Packers out. I think the Packers are extremely overrated. Jordan Love's played a lot better. I'll give him credit. Some of these guys coming along a little in the receiving core, they've improved, but they're not very good, and they're not very tough. Uh, But I do think Green Bay wins this game here to be cold. Uh, Baker Mayfield knocked the best on the road. Packer defense will give him some trouble. So I'll be leading the pack. uh, Field goal or less, I will take Green Bay. Houston at Tennessee. Tennessee minus 2.5. Total 37.5. This is solely based on all the injuries Houston has. C.J. Stroud, questionable. They got all kinds of receivers out, offensive linemen out, defensive linemen out. Uh, What a shame for a team that was having a great season. Amico Ryan's doing a great job as the first-year head coach. Uh, Can't make a play on this quite yet. I got to see what happens. Houston should not be catching points from the Titans and the Titans are coming off a miraculous win, so this would have been a great spot to play Houston in, um, even a small road favorite. But with their injuries, I just can't recommend it. I would say maybe the lean towards the under, but got to wait to see what personnel is available. Giants and Saints. It'll be uh, at New Orleans. The New York Giants at the New Orleans Saints. Saints minus six, total 38. do really have a strong play here. Uh, New Orleans finally gets in the win column again. The Giants coming off a big win, so both teams coming in. Not very good teams, both coming off wins. Uh, Lean towards the points, but the Tommy DeVito situation is going to end ugly at some point. Uh, Maybe the under in this game under the 38. I think the Saints very good defensively at home, so I'll be leaning towards the under in that game under the 38. Saints and Giants. All right, keeping it rolling here again. Another one o'clock kick. It'll be the Jets and the Dolphins rematching off of the Black Friday disaster where the Jets were just thoroughly embarrassed by the Dolphins. Dolphins minus 8.5, total 39. You saw what happens when Tyreek Hill goes out of the game. Uh, it's not good. So he's probably the MVP of the league after that. Uh, Tua looked just lost without him, uh, which is a knock on Tua because he's really been good, but it looks like Tyreek Hill is kind of making him good. Um, Dolphins laying the 8.5, total 39. This game's in Miami. I just don't see any way Miami doesn't bounce back after a really horrible Horrible loss uh, to the Titans on Monday Night Football, as we talked about earlier. I'll be leaning towards the Dolphins. If I can get less than 10, I'd probably think that they take care of it. Probably the over as well. Zach Wilson back in for the Jets. They may be able to hit a couple of plays to help put the game over. Chiefs at Patriots. One o'clock kick. This was flexed out of a... I believe either, a Sunday or Monday night game uh, flexed out of, obviously, because New England's horrible. Chiefs minus 9.5, total 37.5, can't lay 9.5. Chiefs just aren't playing well enough to lay 9.5. I think they'll win the game. But Belichick will have a good uh, strategy ready to slow Kelsey down. Uh, I think this is a, probably an under game. I think the Chiefs will have to run the ball a lot. If they have Pacheco back, they may uh, be in good shape to do that. So I'll lean toward the under here. Chiefs money line and under probably would be if you wanted to parlay it. Frisco and Arizona taking on each other. 405 kick in Arizona. It'll be 49ers minus 13.5, total 48. 49ers are crushing everybody right now. They stay healthy. They're pretty much the best team in the NFL. Um, I like the under a tad bit in this game, but uh, Cardinals will be scrappy. Uh, if I can get two touchdowns, I would lean towards them, but no strong play on that one. Washington at the Rams. It'll be the Commanders and the LA Rams. LA Rams minus 6.5, total 49. Uh, don't really know why this is six and a half rams looked good last week Washington has a terrible secondary so I can see that part of it uh, This looks a little too easy for me. I think the over may be a good look here. I think uh Sam Howell run around. He'll turn it over a few times. He'll probably give up a defensive score too, so that could work in the over. I could see this being like a 37 to 20 type game, so I'll be going with the over, and uh, obviously I think the Rams will win the game. I just don't know if they can cover a 6.5 or 7-point spread. Dallas at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is going to be my best bet of the week. I think the Bills, I know I don't like backing teams off of big wins, especially um, on the road last week, but uh, you know, Chiefs and them, it they, they was a kind of a slug out, slug match between the two of them. Um, the Bills came out on top, fortunately for them. Uh, I think Dallas doesn't travel well. I still don't trust them in cold weather. Uh, I don't trust Prescott. I don't trust McCarthy. I'll be laying the two with the Bills. This is telling me that people think the Bills are uh, subpar to the Cowboys on a neutral field. The fact that they're only given one and a half or two at home. Uh, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I think Dallas has been really inflated. They still not beat any good teams at all until they beat Philly last week at home. They've not beat anybody on the road at all over 500. Uh, and they really only have one win over a 500 team, and that was Philadelphia at home. So anyway, I don't think the Cowboys travel uh, like the Bills in this game. I think they win the game easily. And then the night game, Ravens at Jaguars. Ravens minus 3.5, total 43.5. Ravens cheat death last week, too many drops again. Uh, just inexcusable plays by, by some of the guys. Jackson continues to make stupid mistakes. He did have a good drive late. Uh, I'll give him credit for that. But Baltimore, very fortunate to have won that game. This is a game that worries me here. Jacksonville has been Jack one high. They've not been very good. Uh, they're good enough to give problems to the Ravens here. Uh, I think that their secondary is poor enough that the Ravens will be able to score points against them. I think the over is definitely in play here. Uh, I'd lean Jacksonville. I'm not going to bet Jacksonville. I uh, obviously want the Ravens to win the game. But um, I think Jacksonville is very dangerous in this spot, so I cannot recommend a play on the Ravens. I lean towards the over in that one. And then Monday Night Football will be the Eagles heading out west to take on the Seahawks. Philadelphia minus four on the road, total 47.5. I think that's uh, interesting. I would lean Seattle here if you can get a field goal or more. um, Seattle's scrappy enough. Philly's just not blowing anybody away right now. Their offense looks unimaginative. Their defense just looks okay. Uh, I think points could be uh, in store here. Uh, Seattle will throw it around a little bit. Eagles secondary has not been very good, and if they don't get to the quarterback, uh, it could be a long night. I think points will be there, and we'll look for the fourth straight Monday Night Football game to go over the total probably. Uh, I'll be backing Seattle slightly, and then my main play is on the over in that contest. Uh, recapping a few things from service plays. I went through the, the service plays uh, who who they liked in the uh, bowl games for this weekend? Uh, just a couple of things too. ATS in the NFL: nine and four. Dallas is nine and four. Miami eight and four. Minnesota and Philadelphia each seven and four and two ATS so far. Those are your strongest teams uh, against the spread um, so far this season. Uh, a couple of things: Mark Lawrence playbook was one and zero last week in his game of the year, and I can't remember what it was actually. So uh, anyway. Uh, power sweep two and two last week. Uh, let's see, what else do we got here? Point wise two and two last week. Red sheet, uh, red sheet, one and 11, the last three weeks. Yikes. That's not good. Winning points four and eight the last three weeks. And, uh, let's see what else. Victor King last week was and one on his totals, but he is 26 and 13 on the season. He's been, he's been our most solid guy. Him and Mark Lawrence, the playbook. Those would be the two. If you're going to buy a service that's not ours here, which you're not buying it yet, because we haven't sold it yet. But you can get it for free, so why why buy when you get it for free? Uh, I just we, we recap these quite often just to show you that we're not charging you for these things. And if we did charge it, would be far far less than what these guys would. And uh, I feel like our plays are as good or better than anybody else's. So anyway, we stick by what we got here on Better's Last Stand, and we hope you're enjoying it. Finding some winners in uh, trying to uh, improve your your handicapping. Uh, a couple of tidbits I had bowl game-wise before we take a break and get Sam in here. Uh, just to go over a few numbers that I thought were interesting from the bowl game perspective. Uh, the New Orleans Bowl, that was Jacksonville State and Louisiana. This was a game that I had to play on Jacksonville State. As I look for my bowl sheet. All right, there we go. uh, yeah, they've met one prior time. Jacksonville State won their final nine games of the season, as I said for Rich Rodriguez. So they, you know they're playing really hot right now. Rich Rod, though, just two and nine in bowl games. So that was one tidbit I forgot to mention when I was when I was making the play. But uh, a lot of times he was favored in those games, like a big favorite and you know heavy expectations. It's tough to win like that. I don't think that's. That's quite the case here. So uh, we'll be on Jack State there. Cure Bowl, this is Miami, Ohio, and App State. Uh, Miami's made to five bowl games under their coach, uh, Martin, their 4-0 ATS in those games uh, with three covers as a dog. So, Miami, that supports our play with Miami. Uh, Fresno and New Mexico State in the New Mexico Bowl. Fresno has won 18 of the 19 all-time meetings. As those teams used to be in the same conference. New Mexico State, uh, they were cover machines, though, throughout the year. They're 8-1 and one in their last nine. So, I'll be going with New Mexico State in that one. Uh, a couple other tidbits. LA Bowl. Um, I think, like I mentioned earlier, uh, coach likes the over in this game, but there is some strong trends towards the under with uh, Boise State uh, starting a true freshman at quarterback. Uh, the defections of UCLA has uh, maybe maybe <laughs> tread lightly in that game. Um, Cal's terrible defense in the Independence Bowl, as I mentioned earlier, that that's the reason I played over. Uh, They have really, really been awful. They're allowing over 490 yards per game. So uh, over is the way to go there. Uh, Georgia Southern and Ohio in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. So many opt-outs on offense. Uh, Ohio will probably struggle to score, but their defense remains intact. They didn't have any defections on their defense. So I think the under is a good play there. Famous Toastery Bowl, Western Kentucky in Old Dominion. Uh, This is a bowl that replaced the Bahamas Bowl. That's what I was trying to remember earlier. Um, the toppers are six in one straight up t- and five and two against the spread in the series. They used to be in the same conference. So remember that uh, UTSA and Marshall in the Frisco bowl, the uh, road runners played in this game in 2021 They lost to San Diego state. Um, they, they, they have a huge edge in offense, as we mentioned. Marshall just their offense has been so so bad. So the under is definitely the play in this game for me. So nothing out in that information that makes me sway away from my picks, other than that one UCLA. The coach likes the over in the game. Trends kind of lead towards the under. So. Take, uh, take all that into account. Do your research. Uh, if you have any questions, contact at thepineroompodcast.com. You can reach us anytime. You can call us in on the radio show, uh, text line, radio line, whatever you want to do. If you have questions about any of the games, you want more in-depth breakdowns, any more trends, any more uh, leans or bets that you uh, are looking for value within the game that we don't talk about right here. So we're going to take a quick break uh, and come back, and we're going to have Sam talking some racing. Uh, not a ton of racing, just a little bit. Maybe just look in on some of the things that are happening around the uh, around the garages in the offseason and then get his thoughts on all the things going on. The uh, Major League Baseball signings, the Pirates bringing in Rowdy Telez. Huge move-the-needle signing there. Shohei getting $700 million and all of it's deferred. Um, yeah, so lots to talk about with Sam coming up. And remember, uh, before you head out to your Christmas parties, Give IC Cab a call. i will take care of all your transportation needs around the area. 304-232-1313 or download the IC Cab app today. IC Cab always working. You can find those cabs everywhere. I saw them all over. I see them every day out all different areas of the Ohio Valley. So give IC Cab a call. Range your ride today if you're out at Christmas parties. Whatever you may be doing over the holidays, you don't want to have an issue with your car or an issue with drunk driving or any of that unfortunate stuff. So, give IC Cab a call today and uh that will alleviate one of those problems from your uh holiday stress list. There's a lot of things that are stressing people out over the holidays. Don't let that be one of them. Call IC Cab today or download the IC Cab app. We're going to take a break. Better's last stand episode 65. Matt flying solo in in studio with all the uh lovely Christmas guys here on the on the chair with me. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk to Sam, get his thoughts on all things sports. It's better as last stand. Coming to you from the Pine Room Studios. We'll be right back. This show is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. All right, men, load the cannons and hold the line. You're listening to Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back in Better's Last Stand. Episode number 65. Haven't been joined by Sam for a couple of weeks. We were out of the studio last week and then he was unavailable the week before that. But Sammy, good to see you, buddy. Welcome back to the show. I uh, wish we had racing to talk about, like actual races, but we'll make do with all the other exciting stuff in the world of sports. But how you been over the last few weeks? Yeah, I've been all right. Like you said, there's no
1: racing. There's no baseball. It's dark at 430. So, you know, that's a lot of sadness. <laughs>
0: uh, but I'm doing good. I'm doing yeah. good. It's good to see you. Yeah, no, nothing more sad than the Pirates as uh, oh, they make a huge oh. acquisition last night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rowdy Telez joins the ball club Uh, in a nice uh, couple million bucks a year and uh, some incentive-based salary to follow if he meets those incentives. What are your thoughts on that wonderful signing? Well,
1: my thoughts are I I heard today probably 100 times on the radio, Well, he hit 35 home runs two years ago. Well, you know what? McCutcheon was the MVP 10 years ago, so if we're going off of that, then we have two points. You know, it's like, come on rowdy Telez?
0: yeah I mean it, 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 it it's just funny they ought to bring back Vogel back too and they, they can have like half of the offensive line for the Steelers Jesus man <laughs> yeah uh kind of de- demoralizing when you see all these other teams making splashes in the off season. you get Shohei going for 700 million and uh and then the Pirates doing that it's just it's it's insulting to the fan base I would say
1: it's like, and it's. I watched them play. If if he's not gonna be our first baseman, Jared Triola showed Is he not playing now? You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't get it. He's. I mean, in like way, way better. Rodney he's younger. He be able
0: to play the field very well.
1: Right, and then you, when you wake up this morning, you see Andy Rodriguez somehow tears his yeah. UCL, swinging his bat. Yes. Add add that very up for ball. me. Winter
0: ball, yeah. Add that up for me. Yeah. Well, at least Henry Davis has the catch now, right?
1: Right, wait, wait. you know what I said to Jared today. Thank God we prepped him to catch from the major leagues in right field.
0: You know, <laughs> right well, that that year would have been nice to have. Right, that year under his right. belt. <laughs> A couple reps yeah. would have been nice. So, so now he's got to go back to and relearn his old position after after being after his confidence is demoralized out in right field. Yeah,
1: it's it's, it's ridiculous. And then up, they really can. They can. And they had some scout on 93 7, I heard at work. They were like, oh, well, what's his main issue? Like, why wasn't he catching when they say sometimes his glove is made of stone? And I was like, oh, that's good. He just drops the ball a lot, is what he says.
0: That's Great. good. Got nope. that to look forward to. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? Do you think they do anything else uh, over the <sighs> winter here? I mean, they need like a pitcher. They need. Yeah.
1: Give me a DH if you're not going to bring back Cutch. Like, give me Solaire, well, Flaherty, think somebody. Somebody. <laughs> Oh, I know. Tellez will DH first. He could probably pitch, too. <laughs> well, they'll probably put him in right field. Boy, that'd
0: be fun. <laughs> Rowdy Tellez. Yeah. It's 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 sickening, actually. I, I don't know. already started. They already they started. They, already said, they started. said they were in on Jack Flaherty, but I don't even know if that would be even worth having. He's a bum.
1: Here we go, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's already. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, here we'll... Uh, the next time we talk excited about the Pirates, it'll be when they call up skeins like in July because <laughs> the attendance sucks and they're terrible.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Rowdy Telez will be having a career a year and they'll ship him off somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. Or they <laughs> could do the Carlos Santana like last year, yeah. Yep. Send him back to the Brewers after uh, at <laughs> the trade deadline. So, yeah. uh, what a mess. So, uh, thoughts on the uh, the Shohei deal and uh, wh- where the Dodgers will go from here?
1: I think it's a great deal. I love the move. I would want the money now, most yeah. definitely. But I mean, he's probably making so like a number that we would, you know, can't even make up off the field.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I so just say. don't I don't know how much better honestly they are with Shohei. They're not better than the Braves. No. They're not. The Braves are so much better They're all around than the Dodgers.
0: Either.
1: Right. Close. So what what would be the other move or acquisition or who do you get rid of? Well, I guess they, I mean,
0: they got to get their, their rotation built built back up. I mean, I don't know if you're going to count on Walker Bueller coming back strong. Kershaw's about at the end of the road anyway. Uh, I mean, it they, looks like Shohei's trying to get the, the Japanese pitcher now. They're trying I to know. make a hard move for him. And they probably should because yeah. they saved all the money. Right. So they, they should invest it. Um, I heard they're in on Corbin Burns, too, and a couple other guys. Apparently, Glass now they're trying to look into the, getting him from the Rays. <laughs> Oh, Pirates. <laughs> I know. Would like have been, back, nice. Huh? been
1: nice. Would have been nice. Oviedo going down would have been so bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, you lose him, and yeah, you lose a, one of your rotation guys in your probable starting catcher <laughs> in the same week the Dodgers get Shohei Otani. And you, uh, the only thing that actually went well for the Pirates this week is not them getting Rowdy Telez, it's that the Cubs did not get Shohei Otani.
1: I wish they we would have, though. We would at least have something right, no, to watch. Right, no, I know, I know, yeah. <laughs> You know, like, oh, all right. Pirates stink, but Shohei's in town for three Actually, straight days. Actually, well, should have been open for
0: that because that would have been a draw. I mean, that's a huge draw. Everywhere he goes, he's gonna sell the place out. So, yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> but but luckily, Nutting and those guys, they saved. Uh, they saved the, the nation of Pittsburgh today by investing in Pittsburgh sports. Net.
0: Yeah. Know, how about that? Doing finally, that. Like, they finally yeah. came to the table after initially saying no. They're gonna pass. But <laughs> I guess they realized well, they had no other option.
1: Oh, Matt, it was two choices. It was free agency or TV. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, at least uh, we were able to pay for Rowdy by getting the TV deal now. Right. right, so. right, right. All is well in, in baseball land. Um. All right. So let's talk a little bit about racing. Um. I I was looking at some of the Formula One stuff and, and just some of the, you know, rumor mills and things like that. Um, it, is, it, is it your impression now that most of the, the drivers are staying in the same seats, it looks like? Yeah, it seems
1: like there was like a couple, you know, rumbling like last week that, oh, Hamilton and this Ferrari, uh, you know, I forget who it was. Like they had these little talks or meetings, but I just think that's I I couldn't see him going over there. I think Lewis and Toto are so tied in and I think he's paid so well and taken care of so well at Mercedes. I mean, he's a seven time champ. Yes.
0: I think they can they can bring it back. Yeah, no, I, I think. I mean, I they do. made some strides last year. I mean, and these teams just got to figure out a way. They got to. They got to get down to it mechanically. Their engineers, they got it. They got to get it done. If that's. And I mean, McLaren made huge strides, so they're contenders now. It's going to be interesting to see if they can take another step to try to touch Red Bull. Uh The one thing I was disappointed is, it looks like we thought Lance Stroll was going to be gone, but it looks like he might be back. He's back. Yeah, it's terrible. He's back. Tenth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth place, sealed up. It's back. Yeah, I, I thought we were finally done with that shit, and here we go. Um, I know a he
1: had good races at the end.
0: Yeah, I, I was, I was looking forward to uh, some, some new guys maybe in, in some contending cars, but uh, we'll have to just hope for the best and hope that mechanically some of these, uh, you know, teams catch up a little to make it a little bit better because. Honestly, I, I really do think it's hurting the, the, the brand. They were getting so big, and now you just get this domination. You just you basically know who the winner is before you turn the race on, which is definitely not a good thing. Right, like they just need if Max
1: had just an equal car with everybody else. Yes, it would be fun to watch. Yeah, it would be. It would be. But it's just
0: like talented drivers.
1: And fifteen laps is all you're
0: all you get if he's not in the lead. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you, you get it, and, and you just, you're just you just hoping that something goes wrong with his because if it doesn't, he's going to beat you every single time. Uh, I don't know. Um, what about in, in stock car racing? Um, I guess the biggest off-season stuff to me is uh, what we what you might be thinking or hearing about Stuart Haas with, like, the complete revamping. Uh, what are your hey, thoughts on that?
1: Well, I mean, bringing back Gregson, our boys. <laughs> I mean, he's back, dude. Yeah, he's, he's in the bad. number ten. Yeah. You know, it's like, what? What a fucking run that guy had. I don't understand it. I know really don't.
0: I don't know. He, uh, obviously, Tony Stewart
1: must know something that we don't. Yeah, so that he really must be a good driver. Yes, because you can't take chances on a dude like that over and over again. But there have been a lot of people shuffling around in NASCAR this little off season they've had so far.
0: Yeah. Um. I... I don't, I don't know what to expect. I, I, I guess it's just going to be weird not having Kevin Harvick there anymore, and then you know Almirola. Even you know, I mean, not that he was one of the all time greats, but he was always a pretty steady guy. Uh, so it's weird. You're going to see Josh Berry now regularly on the circuit, and um, Gisberg and Gisbergen, <laughs> Haley, and your boy Austin Dillon just stealing a ride every week. Uh, always. When's his time run out? It never. Yeah, I guess that's it, when never. Grandpa's in charge. you you're good.
1: Yeah, but it's like if he just brings the sponsorship money, that's all, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's all they I care know, about. Um, uh,
0: what do you think uh, – do, do you think that um, uh, Hendrick Motorsports – is this is this the, like the end of the line for Alex Bowman, would you say?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's got to go this year if he doesn't. He needs wins, yeah. like multiple – he needs a year like Byron just had, right, honestly.
0: right. Because you expect it will bounce back, and then right, and, uh, Byron and, El- and, uh, and, and Larson – they're not going anywhere no
1: but uh, you know elliot can't struggle and i don't think he will i just no. think he needed the I year think to he'll end be
0: laser focused especially with his boy blaney winning the title that'll motivate him too so i, I think he'll be he'll be laser focused yeah and, yeah, then, and i uh, hope i
1: hope blaney comes back hot too
0: i know how, how about um with uh austin cindrick in his setup for penske <laughs> i mean i know again there's another nepotism thing i mean yeah like, you can't escape it like yeah that's now nah, he's probably not i mean he's probably untouchable he he honestly Matt, it, it hasn't happened
1: now so I'm, I'm with you i'm i'm in the thinking that he is untouchable yeah man
0: that's a shame because uh you know these these cars these teams are, are putting a lot of money and they have great stuff and the guys aren't aren't pulling their weight so um, uh, we'll talk plenty more about NASCAR as we get closer. I'm, 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 like, I'm actually starved for racing action. I was oh, talking man. to some people last week about it, and like even guys who aren't fans like us, and they're like, "Boy, I really miss NASCAR." When you get sick of seeing a fucking flag or a commercial on every NFL game, every single play, yeah, you got guys dancing like idiots every play. It's just, it gets old.
1: Yeah, I'm at the point now where I'll, I'll take a fucking five lap caution over
0: over these flags, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Exactly. Jesus, I don't want to see George Pickens and these idiots running around acting like fools. I could right. do with that. I want to see Gregson go under the tires. <laughs> yeah, <You're> right. <laughs> let's get back to Chicago Street Race. I love it. Right. Uh, all right, let's talk a little NFL. Um, Steelers, a mess right now. Back to back losses against bad teams. Uh, I would say this is like a make or break. I feel like Tomlin's really losing control of the ship here. Uh, especially with these guys on offense, you know, popping off and acting like idiots, uh, this this is like a, almost a must-win for them, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah, it, it's
1: a must-win. It's a I need to save my job and save my legacy that I've portrayed to all these people as a coach. Yeah. It's like it's, weird, weird shit's been going on for like six years. It really has, and he's been able to like, you know, save face and keep it afloat, and now it's just like, all right, man you're saying stuff that's just not making sense we're not playing well we're not getting better
0: no well, yeah, who else get, is there to point at and they're getting criticized now by the national media which not that it matters they shouldn't even listen to that but they, they you know they normally they sealers were just untouchable nobody ever talked bad about them but now it's like geez they're a mess the quarterback situation's a mess the, just yeah I don't know I I I mean, I originally thought this was going to be a dangerous game for them a few weeks ago, but I was considering. I thought they would beat Arizona and New England, but now uh, this is like a back to the wall type game, and, and you know, the Colts aren't bad.
1: They're playing the best backup in football, too. Yeah,
0: they are, and, and he's and he's
1: uh, nothing to mess with.
0: Yeah, and if the, and if Highsmith and, and Watt aren't like a hundred percent, you know, they both nursing injuries. Uh, yeah, I mean this this is going to be a tricky game. I, I I tell you, I I can see you could see. Them starting to lose control even before, or like even right after when they fired Canada, you could see like the boats starting to take on water. Like the guys were fighting with each other, and it just doesn't seem like Steeler football.
1: No, it doesn't. And then, like, our wideouts are they're still divas, yeah, they just they're ridiculous, man.
0: Yeah, they're not AB. Like, go ahead and be an all pro and be the like, best receiver in like the modern era since Randy Moss, and then you can act like an asshole. But you, none of you guys are that, so just stop. No.
1: And it's like Deontay Johnson is, I swear, is the only wide receiver I've seen in NFL history that catches the ball and his first step is typically backwards.
0: backwards always. It's, it's its funny you say that because I noticed that too. It's literally – he he literally sometimes will catch the ball past the first down marker and go behind it. I've never seen a guy do it more than him. It's bizarre. All the
1: time. Yeah. It's like he needs to, like, take a step back and be able to decipher what's going on. Yeah, like, it's that.
0: Tyreek Hill, but he's not.
1: No, it's nothing close.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we got three games on Saturday, including that game, uh, the Steelers and the Colts. Um, anything stick out to you this week uh, or any teams that you're hot or cold on? How about uh, how about Monday Night Football? Those two debacles, Green Bay and then the Dolphins blowing that huge lead.
1: I mean, Green Bay, Jordan Love. Yeah, that's a tu- it's a tough situation because he's showed he's way better than Kenny Pickett but he hasn't you know he needs to show the next step of like all right i can do this every week i thought i i finally gave the guy credit and then he does that on monday <laughs> it was tough back to
0: square one yeah, yeah. monday night they haven't the games haven't been too too great no they're, they're like exciting finishes but the, the plays are horrible um uh, and then we saw how important Tyreek Hill is to the dolphins he goes out and Tua looks horrible for that stretch the uh, Dolphins really mismanaged that game. They did, They were running the ball fine. They should have just kept running it, but they didn't, and cost them.
1: Yeah, I don't, McDaniel's. He does things every now and then. I'm like, you know what? I don't know, man. Yeah, no, me too. You're showing some. You're showing some signs that you just you can't do this shit when there's one game that is going to decide your season.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like he's like irresponsible or something. Like, yeah, he's creative and stuff, and then when everything's going well, but they're not very tough. In, uh, and they really you know mismanaged that game i think that really hurt his coach of the year chances definitely definitely yeah, a lot of guys are uh, struggling for that right now uh the lions they' they're a mess they've had some really bad coaching displays here the last few weeks even since Thanksgiving uh they've been bad um just there's a lot of teams I don't know Vikings the josh Dobbs situation that that turned ugly in a hurry
1: he played too much
0: <laughs> yeah, right yeah, right. He had too much practice, too much preparation. He's better off just getting off of out of a taxi and running into the stadium. But yeah, he needs two, three games. Trade him somewhere else. <laughs> how about uh, how about Chris's Browns as they bring Joe Flacco back? And Flacco's playing pretty well right now.
1: He's who the Steelers should have b- brought in. It's, it's yeah, he's good. It's Joe Flacco.
0: Yeah, he's just
1: a consistent. He's way better than our quarterbacks. He That's is. the whole thing. He's way better than any option we have.
0: He's unflappable too. If he gets good line protection, the guy's always been solid. So, um, I think the Browns. I you know I was concerned about when they lost the Sean, but now I'm not certain that they're not better with Flacco.
1: Nah, they're better with Flacco. The <laughs> Sean's thinking too much, and he just doesn't yeah. know what's going on.
0: How about uh, how about the Chiefs? What, what do you think their biggest issue is, other than Kadarius Tony and the wide receivers all suck?
1: I don't know. I, I their defense for some reason. I don't think is as good as it has been in years past, but right. I just, Mahomes, I don't I don't want to doubt Mahomes. No, I would not. Like, no, if, if Mahomes I, 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 and Kelsey are going to those, A lot of are people are those...
0: doing it, and I said that to Coach the other day. Listen, if they make, they're going to get into the playoffs, I would not want to play them. They're just the kind of team, they've been there enough times, I just, I wouldn't want to play them. I know they haven't looked good, but they, they can beat anybody anytime. I just wouldn't want to play them. Right, it's like the game was on the
1: line. The two players that needed to make plays, Mahomes and Kelsey did, and Kelsey threw it to yeah. Tony.
0: I mean, it was, it was going to be a play of a lifetime if dumbass isn't lined up off sides. I know, I know. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, how about in the NFC, 49ers uh, starting to, you know, solidify themselves as the, as the top dog. With, they're fully healthy, looking great. Uh, who, do you think that Dallas has surpassed Philadelphia now, or does Dallas still have to prove it on a, in a road game like I think they do?
1: I think Dak has maybe taken another step.
0: Yeah.
1: I think he's maybe taken a I am worth this money that I've been been getting paid in that tier now. I'm not 100% sure because you know what happens right. with Dak. He's going to have Let's a Let's see what happens letdown. in
0: Buffalo this week.
1: Right. But I, I don't know. They've been playing really, really well. But the Niners are sick. Yeah, they are. The Niners are sick. They're sick on D. Our offense, they have so many options.
0: Yeah. I mean, Debo, Samuel, and McCaffrey are in the same team, and then you got Ayuk and Kittle. I Ayuk mean, is nasty. Yeah, If Iuk they stay healthy, nasty. they're going to be hard to beat. Really yeah. hard. Uh, Philadelphia's a team, to me, that looks like they're still good, but they're not what they were last year. Would you agree? Yeah, they've played a lot of football yeah.
1: in these last couple yeah, of years. They've they kept have. a lot of the same guys around that are in the trenches, honestly. Yeah,
0: and Hurts is a little banged up, and they lost both their coordinators. It's not easy, but I wouldn't count them out either, uh, especially if they can – if they can right the ship and steal home field, uh, at least par- get the you know to where they're at least the two seed where they don't have to go on the road like they you know whoever them or Dallas whoever finished second will probably have to go to the to the the daunting NFC South champion. Yeah. How about them? Yeah. Who's that uh, gonna who, be? Who wins that division? Who do you think can pull it out? Tampa? I don't. Know. I don't know. Uh, give me Atlanta. Okay, yeah. Desmond but Ritter. N- maybe – God, he
1: stinks, Matt. He's so Every time bad, Desmond I Ritter – If they had a I quarterback, cannot believe, I think
0: they might be okay.
1: I can't believe he's an NFL quarterback. I know.
0: I say it every week. I, I cannot believe. Whenever I bet them, it's just – I'm so, like, afraid because he's so bad. He just he, – even when he's playing good, the any moment he it's can bad. have a catastrophe. They should just make
1: Bijan the quarterback. Like like when Tennessee <laughs> makes Derrick Henry line up and <laughs> yes. do the wildcat or the shotgun, like they
0: should just do that. Yeah, Ronnie Brown and Cadillac Williams is <laughs> the Actually, put of there. Seriously, they should your guy in there, Cordero Patterson should just yes. be the quarterback. I mean, he can do Underutilized.
1: <laughs> underutilized. Oh uh, yeah.
0: Well, uh anything stick out to you this week? Anything you like or too early to say?
1: No, I got it. One, the Steelers' defense has been trashed, so Alec Pierce—he's my go-to That's guy. Amazing. Gardner needs to find him. He's plus four fifty. He's got great numbers every week.
0: You had you seen has- the other week?
1: Yeah, he has ago, a he has a great one, and and Tyler Boyd is plus four hundred. I think Browning's slinging it around. He's playing and well, I th- and I think now that these teams know that he can get it to Jamar, Jamar's going to just—they're going to be more worried about Jamar now that know right. Browning can get it to him. So. The Higgins had a good number and Boyd did also. So I think those two are definitely people to look at.
0: I like it. I like it. And a also lot.
1: one more, my favorite tight end in the league, Sam Laporta. He always fucking scores. He's <laughs> plus one seventy five. Laporta is a
0: underrated tight end and he's only a Oh rookie. man, I know. He's he's gonna he's gonna be right there with the top guy. I mean, he already is. I mean he's he's very, very good. I'm very impressed with him. So yeah, great calls there. Tyler Boyd, Alec Pierce, Sam Laporta all to score. Touchdowns. I like it a lot uh how about the the six bowl games on saturday anything interesting there i looked at them but i nothing stood out to me what about you no nah, i mean i i had I, the thing about these sam this is so damn hard is that these teams all are losing guys like everybody, i know even the Who's bad playing? teams like gar- who is guys playing? Playing? sitting out i kind of like rich rodriguez a little bit jacksonville state i'm gonna i'm gonna probably go with him uh in the in the new orleans bowl and then i kind of like Boise State as well. And then Ohio is very good, but they lost like half their offense, including their quarterback. So I think that game might be an under game against Georgia Southern. But it's tough to to bet these because you just don't know who's going to play and who's going to be motivated. You'd honestly have a better chance of
1: going and getting a lottery ticket. Oh, yeah. scratch,
0: Scratch it. If you can figure it out, you're a fucking genius. But that's the problem. Um. All right, so let me ask you about this. Did you watch any of the uh, NBA uh, in-season tournament final? There, I was hoping the Pacers could pull it out, but I know
1: I I, I did watch. I can't lie, the tournament kind of sucked me in a couple games. A couple yeah, of those games, I, had I had paid some a good good little more attention.
0: I gotta say, I I am with you. Like I I actually gave those games a little bit more of a look because I knew that the teams were at least motivated to play them. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was meaning. I mean,
1: they were actually playing for, for money, which right. was great, and. The thing I still didn't understand is that they started like four games into the season. It just was like, oh, boom, four games in, yeah, all these courts are colored now.
0: Out. Yeah, I agree.
1: But it lost I actually,
0: itself. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was cool when they got to Vegas. Um, I thought that Bucks and Pacers games, like that semifinal game was really good. They play again tonight. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess if, if AD, we said it last year a lot. If Anthony Davis stays healthy, I mean, they're going to be really good. He needs to play yeah, like, like that when it matters
1: most all the time he can
0: yeah right and he can man
1: yeah <laughs> speaking of guys here never available how about your boy Zion he had a good he, he had a pretty good game last night though after getting called he, fat and all that shit
0: he's, he's he's good that's the problem he's he's good when he's available but I don't no. know he just they they say that the, that the Pelicans have been begging him to drop like 10 pounds and he can't yeah he just doesn't listen he's like nah fuck that yeah,
1: but he's got a lot of money too. It'd be tough, man. I know, because hey, he's dude, putting up get, oak, like some numbers. Money, he's in the have
0: NBA. Make you healthy food, but at least you would think. But I guess that's not oh. in his his diet requirements. Um All right, last thing to touch on: the Penguins power play last night scores twice. How Thank about that? the Lord, you know, man. Thank the 30, Lord. Uh, tries. They needed it bad. The Coyotes
1: aren't great, but they needed it bad.
0: And Jeff Carter. Showing some signs of life last night. He's
1: got two goals in, like, the last four games. That's worrisome.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know where that came from. Uh, Yeah, I I, I just – I don't know. I don't know if they got enough. I, I just – I don't know. They're going to have to get that power play going, like, full tilt to be able to win games, wouldn't you say? Yeah, they have to. I mean, Carlson needs to be playing yeah. a little better. I need to see yeah.
1: – everybody needs to be playing better except Crosby. Crosby's sick. He's always been yeah. the number one guy. I think
0: every- both played very well this year. Um, yeah, yeah. They they've got to get some more uh, scoring out of Malkin's line. He's he's not been very good lately. And and surprisingly enough, and I still have zero faith in the guy when the games matter. But Jari is played okay, and then uh, the the other guys played good too. So, but Jari I know will fall apart when the games matter. Don't you think?
1: Yeah, most likely, or he'll just get hurt because like he put in <laughs> so much effort to like keep him in the game against Tampa. Like they were down seventeen to two in the shot right in the shot total in the first period, and he kept them in it, and they won. Yes. So it's like he can do that, but then I don't know how many times over and over and over he can sustain that. Because it seems like sometimes he just his effort isn't there. Or he's just, like, slow, like he's got concrete in his fucking skates.
0: Yeah, no, you're right about that. He's, he's one of those guys you can kind of tell early in the game if he's going to be on or not, um, if he's, like, real deep in the net or if he's coming out. But, yeah, he's uh, – I don't know. He seems like he scored his goal, and I thought, like, oh, boy, here we go. He's going to try to do this all the time. But I don't know. He's – I still don't trust him when the game's on the line, but we'll we'll see as we uh, march on. Uh anything else sticking out to you in the sports world that we didn't talk about?
1: I don't think so. It's just I want racing to be on. I can't lie. I know. I really, really do, and it's not not gonna be for a while, Matt.
0: I know. It's quite demoralizing, but that's all right. We uh we got the holidays at least to uh you know, have a few drinks, have a few laughs. Uh looking forward to hey, seeing you and like failing this I weekend. This, I threw this on because I'm sad. Yeah, there you go. Rowdy. You'll get a rowdy jersey here. That'll be the. Yeah, thing. it doesn't say Telez on the back. I got to order the <laughs> letters. He got to send it out and get it altered. That'll be perfect. Wonder what number. It's probably it's the anywhere.
1: right size. This was my grandpa's. It's fucking huge. It's probably, probably rowdy Telez size right here.
0: <laughs> Triple X. Perfect. All right, Sam. Well, thanks as always for the insight. Uh, it was great catching up with you. And I will see you this weekend, my man. Looking forward to it. Yes, sir.
1: Go Bucks, Matt. I'll see you in a couple All days, right my yeah. man.
0: Sounds good, my man. See ya. Later. All right, that was Sammy P. from Upper St. Clair checking in with his usual appearance here on Better's Last Stand. Uh, We're both starving for the racing action, that's for sure. Uh, Anyway, going to get out of here now, Uh, heading into a busy weekend, bowl games, pro football, all kinds of stuff. So we'll check back with you uh, next week on Better's Last Stand. If you don't get enough of the Pine Room, check us out on the radio. Uh, If you have not gotten in the habit of turning it on at your workplace or when you're driving around, Give us a chance there, 12 to 3 on Tuesday and Friday, and 2 to 3 on Mondays. And we are actually got a special five-hour show uh, next Friday the 22nd, so a week from today when you're listening. You can check us out on the Watchdog. Thanks again to our Watchdog team, uh, Kayleen and uh, Howard and Rocky and Lola and Bobby, and just everybody's been so great to us uh, at the... At the Watchdog, we're really proud to be a part of the team and uh, look forward to continuing to do good work there. So check us out on the radio. Check us out on the Internet, anywhere you can find podcasts, uh, and on YouTube as well, at the Pine Room Studios. At the Pine Room Studios, on social media, BLS underscore PRP. I put all these picks up. We put all the bowl game picks up last week, and we'll continue to... Fine-tune those as we get closer to the games with all the opt-outs and other things. So keep up on the information. It's a never-ending battle out there when you're trying to do sports betting. Uh, Just grind, grind, grind every day. But until uh, next week, we will see you in the Pine Room on Better's Last Stand. Have a great weekend. Happy holidays. And uh, give IC Cab a call today. Get your car arranged for your weekend partying and holiday parties. It's Better's Last Stand coming to you for the Pine Room Studios. We will see you next week.